0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to your Real Estate IQ training. Those of you who don't know me, my name is Becky Kraminga, and my husband, Kevin, is here with me. He's also my business partner and Real Estate IQ colleague. So um, we are in Houston. Um, I've been with Real Estate IQ for uh, about three years now, and um, I'm part of the executive team, and, and Kevin helps me out with sales here in houston and uh business development he's kind of the idea man here so so that's us um what is your real estate iq success story i'm guessing most of you are fairly new but if you're not so like randy and jill if you've gotten any deals with real estate iq we would love to hear about it we actually have a program, too, where you could win some subscription credits if you share your IQ success story with us. And uh, so we'd, we'd love to either get you on live or just ha- have you make a short recording of, of the successes that you've had. Other people love to hear that. Uh, We've also got a promotion going. If you refer a friend to Real Estate IQ, you get $25 of subscription credit. So if you just send us a message to customer service um, and let us know, hey, my friend so-and-so just signed up, I referred them, we'll give you the subscription credit for that. Um, But if you don't have the premium package, if you might be getting these off-market leads if you have our regular deal finding suite, um, but just to make sure you're aware, we do have a premium deal finding suite package that includes the list here with the asterisk, and I think we're adding tax sales within the next week or two to this list as well. Uh, but the premium package is gonna come to you the same spreadsheet, but when you scroll over to the right, you're going to see email addresses and phone numbers for the owners and also quite often a family member of the owner and their contact information as well and I think there's also flags for if they're deceased or divorced or anything like that so just make sure you are aware of that so yeah another thing you get if you get the premium is our commercial off-market leads which is anything that's on Many of these lists, code violations, pre-foreclosures that are owned by commercial entities. That's just another little bonus that you get. Okay, our sponsors, Quest Trust. This is where you can move your IRA so you can invest it in real estate instead of uh, the stock market where your employer is probably doing it. So that's also a good source of private lenders, people from Quest, so. If you're not, if you don't know about them yet, you definitely want to contact them. We have three hard money lenders here, Investor Loan Source or ILS, Blink Lending, Bay Mountain Capital, and the contact information for all these people is in the chat right now. Um, These have, they have some great products for hard money lending, but I know these two, I'm not sure about Bay Mountain, but I know these two for sure. Um, also have like a temporary to permanent solution if you're gonna rent it out. They have a special loan to help you do that. Oh, we have note school if you want to do passive investing. Action coach business coaching. Make sure your business is set up right and you're helping to and they help you grow it. And real property management. Legend is in DFW area. And there's a real property management avatus in Houston, for example, and you can find them all in our community. So if you have not yet been to the community, if you haven't yet signed up for our community, make sure you do that. So this is just our regular co public website. You can go here to Marketplace. That's where you can find any of those services that you need for your business. Um, you probably already found the events page. That's probably how you got here. But make sure you go to the community and join some groups. So we're expecting these to become really, really active. Um, you know, it's still pretty new, so there's not a lot yet, but it's gonna build. So get on here get started. Uh, the more we do, the better, you know, the faster it'll grow. I expect this to be a place where you can actually get on here and and post deals and do deals and find partners. If you needed somebody to JV with on a deal, you know, go to your local, your local local deal finding lounge. Let's see. Like here's the Dallas real estate deal finders lounge. We have one of these for uh, the major Metro areas. All right. So I haven't gotten any other requests for anything particular except the uh, multi-family search and the overall walkthrough. So I'm gonna do the overall walkthrough. All right, so, and I'm gonna do it in Houston since that's where I am. So I hope that's okay. There's, it's mostly the same. I'll let you know where the, what the difference, <clears throat> excuse me, the differences are as we get them. Okay. Okay, David's interested in Atlanta also, fabulous. So we do have the off-market leads right now. So you can let me know if you wanted to add that to your your package. All right, so when you first log in, here's our page with the active deals. These are are the number of properties currently listed on the MLS. So in the Houston area alone right now, there's over 42,000 properties listed. So that, that's crazy. Um, when I started that number was like at 25,000. So it's really increased as, um, as everybody's predicting we're moving from a seller's market to more of a buyer's market. So, and the large number of properties is kind of showing that. Um, so if you haven't played around on this page it's kind of interesting. The discounted deals is talking about MLS properties. So I know right now in Houston, there are 169 there a 40 plus discount. So already have the equity in them. So you can get more information about particular counties. You can look at rental deals and heat map reports. You can download to let you know where the foreclosure filings are, where the best
1: rental deals are, those kind of things. All
0: right, then I'm gonna to go to MLS deal finder. And this is where you can search for discounted properties that are listed on the MLS. If you have more than one metro area, you can switch them by going up here. So we have a quick search, which can give you, you know, it's a quick search, 20% or 0.8% rental index. So the rental index is the percentage of the purchase price that you can recover in your monthly rent. So sort of the national average rule of thumb is that you want at least 1%. Um, I was talking yesterday with Steve Hill. Uh, he is founder, well not founder, owner of the Wealth Club here in Houston. And he says he did 1% deals when he started out. And every year he had to put more money into it, either because of things breaking so it really wasn't enough cash flow to cover all the expenses like taxes and insurance and pay for things that are breaking. He, re, he says he should, tries for a 1.8, which is pretty high. Um, most hard money lenders will lend to 1.25. So it means if you buy at less than that, then you're going to uh, have to kick in your own money to make up the difference to get that hard money loan. So searching for a higher rental index is a good idea if you're looking for buy and holds or if you're gonna wholesale buy and holds. I'm gonna go to the new search. And so if you have an MLS number, you can just put it in here and search for that one property. Um, if you're gonna do that, you might as well just use Fast CMA. Uh, but status type, and these this is one of one thing that's a little bit different in different areas. So in DFW, for example, I think there's a an pending continuing to show option, uh, maybe a couple others that might be different. So these are dependent on the MLS of the metro area that we're in. So I'm just going to go active. And then you can choose county, city, zip code. And so I can select just a couple individual ones, or I can select all, and I can take out the ones I don't want, however you want to do it. And then once you have the ones you want selected, you can just click away from it. You could also do city or zip code the same way. Property type, these are also going to be a little bit different per your local MLS. I'm going to go for just single family today, I think. Uh, maybe I'll add townhouse, condo. And then just click away. Minimum uh, list price, so I'm not going to enter a minimum. You can if you're looking in a certain price range. Um, common uh, Common advice right now is you're gonna hit the biggest market. If you're gonna do a flip, you're looking at under, whoops, you're looking at under 200,000. And and that of course might differ by your area and your interests or whatever, but that's what I'm gonna start with. Last updated, so this is defaulting to the last two weeks. I can click here, and if I go with last one year, I'm gonna hit everything that's currently on the
1: market right now.
0: If you wanted to market to people who had been, whose houses have been on the market for a long time, you wanted to go after those, you could go to custom range and change those dates. So then here's the deal type. Now this is an and search. So if I put a discount percentage and a rental index, then it's only going to give me those properties that meet both criteria. So I'm going to say I want a minimum discount. You know, the 70% rule says you wanna buy at 70% of the ARV minus repairs. So I'm just gonna start this at 30. It can be whatever you want. And you can type it in or you can use the sliders. If you use one slider, you have to use the other if you were setting a maximum, uh, otherwise it'll take it away.
1: And, something-
2: Do you wanna say something about um, that this is a really difficult thing to, to find? It's something that Real Estate IQ offers. If, if you have the MLS, um, you, you can't get that discounted search.
1: Right. You
0: can set up notifications with a real estate agent to come directly from the MLS, but it has to be done for each individual neighborhood. You have to calculate the price per square foot and then go for the ones that at a certain price below that, but it's going to keep changing. And so this makes
1: it really easy to just do that blanket discount. Is that what you meant? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I'm also gonna take this
0: maximum down a bit. It doesn't really matter how much. But the reason I do that is because I often run across properties on here that are listed for sale for $1,200 and it's a 98% discount because because of the way the agent put in the information. So this just kind of rules those out. Uh, if you wanted to search for a rental index, so if you're getting a hard money, you could say, I want a minimum of 1.25. Why not? We'll see how many we get. Now, the Save As button right here, you want to save this as an automated search. And then whenever a new property hits the market or has a price change that makes it meet your criteria, you're going to get that email about it right away so you get you're going to want to set up automated searches with your criteria for whatever area in place and you can set up different ones you can set up one for one county one for a certain zip code however you wanted to do it so you can save as many as you like i wouldn't do too many or you might get bombarded with emails so you going to want to go save and do that if you Just hit the regular save, then it'll come up in my searches and you won't have to enter all of this criteria each time. So now that I have it all in there, I'm going to hit search. Now, here's a great little button right here. If I click this, it's going to open up the map. So I found 34 deals in the Houston area that are 30% below the estimated price and have a 1.25 or above rental index so i can move that around on the map here's a number three that means if i click there i'm going to see three other properties and so this is a number one so i know that that number one corresponds with this number one so if i click on 22 that changes to
1: 22 so that i know which property i'm looking at there So. I can also see all those results
0: down here in a table, and I can sort this table by discount percentage if I want to. There we go, so I could find the biggest discounts. I could sort it by rental index, by the monthly lease, any of these things, you could sort these results. You can also download those results into a spreadsheet if you want by going right here to download deals. You can also save the search here if you forgot to save it before, or you can change it and it's gonna take you back. So once I've found one that looks interesting, each of them, well, actually, first of all, this is just kind of fun to play around with the views from the charts. So if you wanted to, you know, see the pictures and all the information, you can look at them that way or this way. And if you go this way, it's gonna scroll through the pictures if you leave it alone long enough. Like that one just moved, there it goes. So just kind of fun. But from any of those, you have details, photos, and run CMA. So the details is going to give you the MLS information about it. So here's the agent's remarks. Investor only property with tenants occupied. And it's got all the pricing information. You're built 1953, 1138 square feet, three bedroom, one and a half bath. And if that looks good, photo's gonna let you see them big, bigger. (laughs) They're already pretty big. So you can look through here and kind of get an idea as to what kind of repairs you might need. It's a great shot of their bar. Not sure how helpful that is as an investor, but here's the kitchen. You know, the kitchen, the bathrooms are the main things that you're going to look at because you're going to kind of expect to paint and you can kind of look at the flooring this way as well. But this kitchen, probably you wouldn't have to do too much too.
2: Master no. bedroom too.
0: Yeah, master bedroom is also something that helps sell a house. Look at this, they have the burners on. That's weird. Hopefully this house is still standing and catch fire or something. Um, Here you can see they need paint. Um, So when you find one that looks interesting, looks like one you want to know more about, that's when you want to go to run CMA. Otherwise, you know, click through. If it doesn't meet your criteria, it's a bigger rehab than what you want. You don't have to spend any time on it. So that's the idea here that this can save you a lot of time Okay. So when you're doing a CMA, we have three different algorithms. So this number right here, this estimated price that comes up from the search results, that's our default to distance. That's only going out a half a mile. And it's, it's going to pull all the properties within the last year that are within 20% plus or minus of the square footage. 10 years plus or minus of the year built. But it's gonna put priority on, and for the calculations, it's gonna use the comps that are more recent and closest to this property. The ARV subdivision goes out a little further, it goes out a mile, um, and then it's gonna put priority on finding comps in the same subdivision. So depending on the area that you're that you're in, you know, some places that subdivision makes all the difference. Some places it doesn't. Or if you just wanna go out further, you can use the ARV subdivision as well. Where custom is gonna let you change the parameters. So you can say, okay, I wanna go out. You can type them in here. You can go out as far as five miles. I'm not gonna actually do this because in this part of Houston, I'm gonna get way too many and overload the computer probably. But again, you can type in a number or you can use the slider. And this little thing is going to tell you what your maximum value is. So you can go up to 1,080 days back. So that's three years. You can go five, five or is it 10? 10 miles out. Um, and if you leave it blank, then it's going to pull up all the results regardless of the year build. And so you could also change the square footage if your house is a lot smaller than the others in the neighborhood, you might not get any comps unless you increase this. So you can play around with that as needed. I'm gonna go with subdivision since this was the distance. We know the distance algorithm is saying 98, 974. And I'm just gonna go run CMA. All right, so it's a little bit higher with the subdivision algorithm. And looking on the map, these all look pretty good. So if you click on the map, you can click on these comps. And if I saw something here that would make me not want to use that one, I could unselect it. And then it turns gray. So the blue ones are the ones that are used in the calculation of this price. This is basically your ARV. The blue ones are used in a calculation, the gray ones are not. So you can change it from the map. This is also linked to Google Earth, so you can take the little Google guy and check out the neighborhood. Now see what, uh, how how the properties are taken care of. Are there bars on the windows? You know, where are the cars parked? These don't have garages really, this neighborhood very many um so you notice there is this little star that tells us that that's our subject property that's the the one that we clicked on for our search if it if we were seeing one of the comps it would also have the little pin thing on it as well so that's kind of a cool feature you can check out the neighborhood without actually going there Keep in mind though, sometimes the Google stuff could be a few years old.
1: All right, so there's also a
0: statistics button here.
2: Well, I I guess in what you're saying, Becky, is due diligence.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, if you, if you were actually going to, bu- before you actually bought the house, you'd want to go there and look at it and check out the neighborhood yourself anyway. Um, but you don't necessarily have to do that before you make an offer, so it helps to be able to do some of that due diligence from your computer rather than having to go in person. All
2: right, and, so here's- and so can I... Can I do a little story time here? Sure. <laughs> Remember the house in Humble that we looked at? Yep. Yep. Yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> so we looked at, we found this house um, on Real Estate IQ and looked at the pictures and thought that looks like a fairly easy flip at a good price. And so we were going out that day anyway, so we decided to go see it. And when we got there, it was nothing like the pictures. The pictures on here did not show the mold on the walls. It didn't show the place where the ceiling had caved in. It didn't let us know about the smell, which was horrible. Um, It didn't show... Yeah, it just didn't show how bad it was at all. David's got a similar horror story for a house in Pasadena. Yeah, so that's why it's important. Um, You know, everybody who teaches finding properties on the MLS is going to teach you, you can't go see every property. You estimate repairs by what you see, what you can find out from the real estate agent, and you make your offer. If your offer is accepted, then you go see the house and you can always readjust your offer if needed or get out of it. So that's why it's important to have that option to make sure you always have an option period in your contract. But yeah, without having gone there, we would have had no idea what this house was really like.
2: So. And I think that's line item 23 on the track. I'm I'm thinking, um, yeah, line item 23, get your option period.
1: And you do have to pay for that option
0: period to go into effect, Um, but one house, we literally paid a dollar for our option period. So it doesn't have to be a lot. A real estate agent is usually going to ask for more, but you can always say, no, I only want to pay $100 for my five-day option
1: or whatever. Okay, so
0: back here, when you're looking at it here, you can go to the statistics. This is going to be for these properties that came up as comps.
1: It's going to give you these averages and give you an idea about the neighborhood. So I'm seeing right here, um, most of these
0: were a while ago, nothing sold recently, a lot of older homes, but these are only our results. So if we wanted to see everything in the neighborhood, we can go back up here to edit CMA criteria and we could expand some of our parameters a bit if we
1: wanted to see more. So I'm going to close that. Here's where we can check out the
0: comps in a little bit more depth because we want to make sure, since since we want this to be our ARV, we want this to be our after repair value. We want to know what's it going to be like after it's fixed up. So looking at this right now, the price per square foot, these are 125, 126, 156, one thirteen, thirty four. 34. So that tells me right here, this house, there's no way that one's been fixed up. And so I'm going to click this button right here, and now it turns white. So now it's not being used in this calculation anymore. So now we're back up to 127000 for our ARV. So we want to compare some other things about the comps as well. You can go down here. Anything with a plus sign will give you more information if you click on it. But I can see that this house sold, none of these are very recent. This is the only one that's within six months. Ideally, you want it within three months these days um, as the market is expected to be really changing. Um, But you have to go with whatever you can get. So in this case, since it was a really old house, I would probably go back up here to edit CMA criteria and expand the year built this one was built in 1948 so 10 years only takes me up to 58 so a house in 1961 you know might not might be a better a better comp to use than a really old one so that's something you can do to get all of those the square footage here these are all close they're all really small houses uh you also want to pay attention to this because a, in general, a smaller house is going to get a higher price per square foot than a larger house right next to it. So in this case, this is good news. This is smaller than these, so probably bigger than this one. Um, so you know that it might be slightly higher per square foot. Here's bed and bath. Is this primarily a rental subdivision? I would guess it is. Um, Still only five leased comps. So, I mean, that's a good number, but not a ton, like I probably would have expected. Um, So going, going back down here, another big important thing is this MLS number. Here's where you can see the description. So ideally you want to see something like this that says fully remodeled, beautifully updated, things like that in the comments tell you that those are good comps. Something like corner lot is kind of a warning sign, they didn't say anything else. Or if they're only talking about the neighborhood and the floor plan and they don't mention new things, then it has likely not been fixed up. So the other way we can check These all seem to be completely remodeled. Yeah, these all look to have been nicely remodeled. The other way we can check is to go here to photo. Oops, I keep moving my finger. And check out the pictures. So I guess I didn't look at the pictures of this one before I opened it up. I went to a different one. This one's been completely gutted inside. Uh, Likely, possibly flooded. So you definitely would want to check into that if you're in Houston. But the other nice thing about the comps here in the pictures is we can tell how they've been fixed up because you always want to make sure that you're rehabbing to the neighborhood. And so really the the way to tell is kind of by looking at the pictures. So David says, do we have anything that indicates it's an A, B, C, or D neighborhood? Uh, really, I think the only way is just from what you can see by using the map and by looking at the pictures. Probably if you want to know more about the neighborhood like that, I'd probably just throw the, na- the neighborhood name into Google. Um, Erica is asking if a house has been flooded. How should we, how much should we calculate for insurance? I would check with an insurance agent on that. If you're looking at a flooded home, I would just call an insurance agent. Um, the laws are changing with that, and I don't know um, if the schedule change is still going to happen with COVID or not. Um, but it could be up to 9,500 a month in the upcoming. I'm sorry $9,500 a year for flood insurance in some places so you definitely will want to check with an with an agent and make sure you're on
1: top of that if you're considering a flooded area
0: and David says even houses that have flooded due to a burst pipe I don't think you need special flood insurance for that, Um, but yeah, it's gonna mess things up, that's for sure. So by looking at the pictures here, we can make sure that we're rehabbing to the neighborhood. This one was done a little bit higher end. You can see,
1: look at this coffered ceiling. Um, Kitchen looks like it's got, a
0: close-up of it nice um, virtual staging with the art on the wall kitchen that's kind of a nicer faucet it's got a nice tile backsplash shaker style cabinets no cabinet knobs can I say that that drives me nuts I always put cabinet knobs on nice double sink although not as fancy as it was kind of looking but a nice faucet I want to check out the light fixtures. They've got, they put in all can lighting. So that's definitely an upgrade that older houses might not have, except for that one. Floor looks good. Interesting that they left that bedroom blue.
2: Nice blue.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I can't believe they left that. This looks like they did some actual staging here. But you can see the the floor is probably a luxury vinyl or something like that, which is kind of a step up from a laminate that would look. I guess that's it for the pictures. So you can just t- check these all out to make sure we re- rehabbing to the neighborhood. And then if I saw something in these pictures that indicated this one had not been fixed up, I can just Uncheck the little box right here and it'll take it out of the calculation. So once I've looked at all those things, I'd also wanna look at the active listings and I can do that the same way. I can click on it and I can see the pictures and all the same information in the list. See listing at how long they've been on the market. That's the important things here. This is how long ago it was sold or in this case rented. And this is how long it was on the market before it got rented. So on the sold ones, you can see how long they sat on the market. That's a good good thing to look at because if they're longer hold times, then you gotta be prepared and make sure you've got the extra money uh, to pay for all those holding costs. And you can look at the leased comps that way. And the non-active, that's actually another source of off-market leads. If you kind of exp- go up here, edit CMA criteria, expand the criteria, you can get all the um, terminated and expired listings, uh, which is another good lead to market to because the people still might want to sell. Um, this investment summary is a nice tool because here's where I can run the numbers quickly and easily. So, if I looked at this house and said, okay, that's a, <laughs> this, at this ARV, I wouldn't buy that house. Maybe it's a $50,000 rehab. Let's let's say I could get it done rehabbed for $30,000. I, it's definitely not the case with this one, but that would make this, I'd be all in for $99,000. That would put my discount percentage at 22%. My rental index at 1.2. So it's almost to that 1.25, but not quite. And then this is the amount of money that you have to work with. We already put the repairs in here, but your closing costs and holding costs are gonna come out of here as well. So based on this, I would probably not buy this house unless I could tear it down and do something totally different that might give me more money. If If I were to look at rebuilding this, I could go here to edit CMA criteria And I could change this year built to 2020, change the square footage. If I'm going to rebuild this house, probably, uh, you know, I'd put in maybe 2,000 square feet, change this to 2,000, and run the comps on it, and it's going to show me new builds in the area. So that's kind of another nice feature. When you're doing these, check the property subtype. This is not a townhouse, so it, a lot of times it doesn't matter, but if I find that I'm comping a single family house and I've got a bunch of townhouses in there, um, because depending on how the agent put it in, if they put it in as a single family and it's actually a townhouse, you know our system's not gonna differentiate that. But you can just go up here, edit CMA, CMA criteria, and take it out. So in this case, it's not gonna matter. So you can change that at any time. If I wanted to go back, if I wanted, if I was going to say this house is not for me, I want to look for a different one. And you always want to follow this breadcrumb up here back. Don't ever use this back button, or it'll take you back to the analytics page, which is kind of frustrating. So always follow the breadcrumb trail back to whatever you're looking for. So I could go straight back to here and change my criteria or I can go straight back to here and see my map and all those deals. So the other thing that's cool on this page is the report and share. Here's where you can create something that you can send to a business partner, to a lender, to a potential buyer if you're gonna wholesale it. And you can make sure they see only the information that you want them to see. So right now, here's the asking price is 69,000. If I'm going to wholesale this, I don't necessarily want people to see what it was listed for in the market. So I can go to retail report and it's only going to show the ARV. So here's the ARV based on the sold properties, the ARV based on the active properties. And this is only going to be based on the properties that we selected. So here's all the MLS information and here's the sold prices. So that first comp that I took off, that I unchecked the box for, that's not showing up here, because it's not a good comp anyway. So only the comps that I want them to see are what's showing up. So I could do the same thing for active. If I didn't want one of those to show up, I could uncheck the box. The non-active ones really don't show up anyway, Um, but here's the least comps.
1: And so again, just the ones that I left checked and all the pictures.
0: So back when we were first looked at MLS deal finder and I said you could save the report um, as an automated report and get those emails, that email is going to look just like this report. It's gonna have all this same information on it. So you can really quickly look at it and determine if you wanna waste your time, not waste your time or if something you wanna look into. And you can go here to share it and email it to somebody else download it as a PDF whatever you want to do. So that is MLS deal finder for the deals um, or, or the next thing is fast CMA here and I'm not going to spend too much time on this because that's exactly what we just did and um, but if you type in an address
1: So when you hit look
0: up right here, it's going to show you if it's recently been listed on the market, it's going to give you the information about that. This one did not come up, and actually I know this property, and it's because the official way in the MLS last time, they abbreviated junction. So that's just kind of something to think about. This is not 951 Three Forks Drive, even though that's just a few blocks away. probably give me similar comps. Um, But in this case I I know that MLS is making this weird distinction. So when I go look up did you mean oh it still didn't come up. Hmm. Not sure what's going up here. But if it's been listed on the MLS it'll say when it was sold, when it was pending, whatever. If it has not been listed in the last five years, then when you get to this this screen, this box, you're gonna have to add the year built and the square footage of the house. So usually a quick Google search can get you that if you don't have it. Um, But you can also comp multifamily, country homes acreage, And again, these might vary a little bit by your metro area, but you can comp these other types of properties as well. And so once you choose one of these, the subtype, so for example, for multifamily, I can comp it against these. Unfortunately, I can't look for these ones that have sold um, or that are for sale, but I could say I only wanna look for a duplex or, don't want more than five,
2: right? So- and if you're looking for um, off of one of our lists for off market leads, you're 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 gonna have to have the year built and the square footage. Do you want
0: to? Oh yeah, on the off market. If you get if you're comping a house that's on our off market leads, you can get this information from the spreadsheet. So, and again, you can do you can set which which um, which ARV algorithm you want to use, or if you want to set your own criteria, find comparables. It's not going to do it because I don't have a year built. Let me make one up. I don't know if this is going to give us anything or not. Probably not because this is not that kind of a property. It's a rental. It's a single family area. Um, But then just find comparables. It's going to tell you how many you have and you're going to go to the CMA and it's going to look exactly like the
1: one we pulled up that we went through from that last property. All right. County data finder. This is where
0: you can do two things. One, you can find the tax information for a property without having to go to your local county assessor's website. I do make sure you're in the right county. If you go search by address, you can type in a house. I'm, temp- I'm tempting fate here. If it doesn't come up, if the little uh, thing doesn't come up, then it's not gonna find it.
1: And this one's gonna be a
0: a pain for me just because I said that. Uh, But you do have to select it from here or it's not gonna find any information because that means it's matching it to the county records. So right now that's not how it is in the county records somehow. So it's not coming up. Uh, But usually you can get the tax information for a certain property try another one that I know okay I'm gonna have to find out what's going on here because I should be able to type it in it there it goes so I had to click on it once I click on it then I know it's going to work and so when I go to search here it's going to give me here's the owner's information all the tax information Usually the owner though is what you care about, but you can use this to create a list of properties, uh, whatever, who particularly you want to market to. So if you want absentee owners, you can choose non-owner occupied or you can choose out of state owner, or I can not choose that and say, I want to know about people who live in Colorado and own a property in texas see if i get any of those so i don't need this because it already says people who live in colorado um if i know somebody owns some rental properties i can put their name in here and get a list of all the properties that they own um exemptions the over 65 is a nice one in other places unfortunately harris county doesn't allow that information. So you can't do it here, but it's a nice one in a lot of other areas like DFW. I can use this if it's owned by an LLC, you know, it's probably an investor. If it's not, maybe it's not a big investor. Just somebody who happens to own an extra house. I don't know if I'm going to get any results with this here. Uh, property type. Here's where you can find if you're looking for a small multifamily property, like a duplex or a fourplex, you can change this to multifamily. Maybe I'll take this out. Let's just go to non owner occupied. She's gonna be any multifamily. I guess I didn't need that. Um, geography. So here I can limit my search by city zip code or even subdivision. So you could pull a list of all the properties in a certain
1: subdivision, for example. Um, let's just go, oh, let's go Pasadena
0: since David's from Pasadena. Oops, I didn't, I missed it, there we go.
1: Okay, you can use
0: land if you wanna search for a vacant lot or a lot with a certain size or value. So you can use as many or as few of the criteria on this page as you want. Oh, David's actually in spring. But you have experience in Pasadena. So I'm gonna skip the land. Home features. So I'm doing multifamily. So this one isn't really going to apply. But if I were looking for a single family home with a certain number of bedrooms or bathrooms, if I didn't want a really old house, I could say, um, you know, you're built from 1984 on. If I didn't want to do electric, um, I can search for square foot. Could also up here year of ownership. If I wanted to make sure they had equity, I could say I want to make sure they've owned their property for at least ten years. So the year of ownership would be from the beginning of time. So I'm going to leave that blank to 2010. So that means this person has owned
1: it since 2010 or earlier. And then I can also limit my
0: search by value. So here again, if I was looking for a small multifamily, maybe a multifamily property is gonna be under
1: 500,000 value. I don't know, and then go search. So let's see what I get here. This is searching through lots and lots of records. So, at it is a little bit slower than the rest of our system. And seems to be going extra slow today.
0: Dun, 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 there it is. Okay, it found 115 properties. So notice that there are credits. So it doesn't use the credits unless you download them. So if you're just looking around, you can look around. It's not going to affect your credits. You should have 2,000 credits if you have a metro area plan or 10,000 if you have all of Texas. And those credits should renew every month on your renewal date. So once I'm here, I can check out more information. Here's the
1: owner's name and address. In this case, it looks like they live in one of their units. Looking if it says how many units are on here.
0: I'm not seeing anything like this here for Harris County. Again, each county kind of gives slightly different um, bits of information about it. And um, here I could sort the list here by year built, I could s- sort it by size, by the land area, any of those things. And I could check the ones that I want to download. So I've said this one, she lives there, is probably not going to want to sell it. So well, maybe I don't want to download that one. And look at this one this one they don't so i want to download it so i could go through them this way if i wanted if i was worried about my credits and check them but if you're doing a small amount way less than your credits i'd probably download it to a spreadsheet first and then worry about uh, filtering the information from the spreadsheet so that's county data finder questions about anything so far Okay, the last thing I have to show you under our tools and services menu, we have a deal analyzer and a repair estimator calculator. And we also have a link to the on-demand skip tracing. So if I created a list of properties from here, from County Data Finder, and I wanted to call or email the owners instead of mailing to them, I would need to skip trace it. So I would download the list. I would go to our on-demand skip tracing and submit the list for there for skip tracing. You can do up to 75 addresses for 25 bucks and if you're doing a longer list than that you know the price per goes down as you go up. So there's different packages you can choose from.
1: I just want to show you the repair estimator calculator real quick.
0: It's kind of a cool video. Don't let your contractor eat your lunch. So there is a video tutorial here. There's one for the deal analyzer as well. If I go here, notice I just clicked here and it's going to open this up in Excel.
1: There it was right on cue. All right, first I'm gonna enable editing. So here I can get a ballpark
0: estimate on my repairs. So that house we just looked at was 900, and I don't know, let's just call it 68, that's close enough, square feet. So when I entered that, notice all of these changed. So I'm gonna sort of assume this house needs everything. So this is built on this use column right here, is a yes or no, zero for no, one for yes. So if it needs a new roof, New some foundation work. I'm assuming the whole shebang on this one. HVAC. Yes. Paint pretty much always. Now say I have the painter that I know can give it to me for more like $250 a square foot. I can just change this price right here. And when I hit enter, it's going to adjust it here. Same with flooring. need. I'm not going to put in hardwood floors, but I am going to add an exterior paint. And then you can go through all of these things. Does it need an electric outlet? So it said most houses have 20 to 25. It automatically puts that in. A 1940 something home might need all new outlets. If it's flooded, it needs new outlets. If the water came above that 18-inch level where the outlets should be. Um, Windows, does it need, you know, just a pane of glass? Does it need a whole new window? So I'm going to say yes, and it automatically put in four, just sort of as an average. If I want to do more windows, let's say I'm going to do six, so I'm just changing that. So we can go through all these things. We don't have to worry about the garage doors. I'm gonna say hot water heater. But Kevin and I just flipped a house. We ended up having to put a hot water heater in there. Even though it was working when the guy moved out, when the gas got shut off and turned back on again, it didn't work. It cost us $9.75. So I'm gonna change that. And you can save this. If you know your prices are different, you can save it. Otherwise, this is updated, I think monthly by this renovation gurus, they're a firm in Dallas. Um,
1: And it's based on average prices throughout Texas. Bathroom remodel, this says two bathrooms. Electrical
0: panel, this is the house is old, I'm gonna go yes. New wall, that house needed some walls. One, I'm gonna go like I don't know if that's totally putting in a new wall or just sheetrocking it. Probably, it's probably putting totally putting or I mean just just um sheetrocking it. David, yeah, we had somebody from the gas company come out and look at the water heater, and uh, they he tried to relight it and it wouldn't light, and you could tell it was kind of in bad shape. It had leaked at some point and rusted and stuff like that.
1: So, but yeah,
0: always good to check that. Lights and hardware.
2: It actually leaked it leaked through the roof. So that was important for us as a selling point that we had all of that checked out.
0: Yeah, and it just made new made sense to put a new one in because of that. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> But again, you know, if you're only going to fix it, and it's going to cost you 50 bucks. You can change this amount to 50 bucks. Um, kitchen. So you can put in all of these things. And then if I scroll down here, it's telling me I've got 36,000 in what I've put in here. I can add anything else that I want to. Here's landscaping, all that stuff. Um, so here's the total, it adds a grace budget for those things that you don't think you need to do and then they come up. Like in our, in our case, we weren't expecting to replace that water heater. Um, so here we can use this and go back to our investment summary, add this amount to the list price, or play
1: with the numbers to make sure that we're in that 70% range. All right, anything else? The, the um, deal analyzer calculator is similar. It's an
0: Excel spreadsheet and there's certain white boxes where you enter information and then it does the calculations for fix and flip for, um, you know, depending on how your financing is, you can adjust that. If you're gonna wholesale it, you can add your wholesale
1: fee. Um, so it's a nice, a nice thing for you. Thanks for coming, David. Um, and then
0: support here to, if you've got a question or an issue, you can go here and create a ticket, or you can just send that email to service at realestateiq.co. And then if you haven't already, check out our knowledge base right here. Um, There's a lot of videos, frequently asked questions. Here's a video on short sales, for example, or probate leads. So um, check that stuff out. We've got some good training there. And again, make sure you join our community and check out our other webinars.
2: For webinar schedules, follow us at our official social media accounts or visit us at www.realestateiq.co.